Hello, my name is Isaac, and today I will be continuing on Percy Jackson and the Last Olympian, Chapter 9. Um, as a little recap, Percy in, and um, most of Camp Half-Blood are in Olympus, on top of the Empire State Building, on, I think it's the 405th floor or something, so very, very high. Um, floor, at least. That doesn't exist in the Empire State Building, for real. So, and, uh, yes, um, Hestia's there, Lady Hestia, and Percy got a vision from her. And, uh, yeah, that's where I left off. The vision shut off. My knees buckled, but Annabeth grabbed me. Percy, what happened? Did, did you see that? I asked. See what? I glanced at Hestia, but the goddess's face was expressionless. I remember something she told me in the woods. If you are, are to understand your enemy, Luke, you must understand his family. But why had she shown me those scenes? How long was I out? I muttered. Annabeth knitted eyebrows. Percy, you weren't out at all. You weren't out at all. You just looked at Hestia for like one second and collapsed. I could feel everyone's eyes on me. I couldn't afford to look weak. What are those visions meant? I had to stay focused on our mission. Um, Lady Hestia, I said, we've come on urgent business. We need to see... You know what you need, a man's voice said. I shuddered, because it was the same voice I heard in the vision. A god shimmered into existence next to Hestia. He looked about twenty-five, with curly salt-and-pepper hair and elfin creature features. He wore a military pilot's flying suit, with tiny bird's wings fluttering on his helmet and his black leather boots. On the crook of his arm was a long staff entwined with two living serpents. I will leave you now, Hestia said. She bowed to the waiters, avi aviators, and disappeared in smoke. I understood why she was anxious to go. Hermes, the god of messengers, did not look happy. Hello, Percy. His brow furrowed like he was annoyed with me, and I wondered if I, he knew about the vision I just had. I wanted to ask where he... Why he'd been at May Castellan's house that night, and what happened after he caught Luke. I remember the first time I'd met Luke at ha Camp Half-Blood. I'd asked him if he ever met his father. He looked at me bitterly and said, once. But I could tell from Hermes' expression, this was not the time to ask. I bowed awkwardly. Lord Hermes. Oh, sure, one of the snakes said in my mind. Don't say hi to us, we're just reptiles. George, the other snake scolded. Be polite. Hello, George, I said. Hey, Martha. Did you bring us a rat? George asked. S George, stop it, Martha said. He's busy. Too busy for rats? George said. That's just sad. I decided it was better not to get involved into it with George. Um, Hermes, I said. We need to talk to Zeus. It's important. Hermes' eyes were steely cold. I'm his, messen I'm his messenger. May I take a message? Behind me, the other demigods shifted, shifted restlessly. This wasn't going as planned. Maybe if I tried to speak with Hermes in private. You guys, I said. Why don't you do a sweep of the city? Check the defenses. See who left, who's left in Olympus. Meet Annabeth and me back here in 30 minutes. Selena frowned, but... That's a good idea, Annabeth said. Connor and Travis, you two lead. The stalls seemed to like that. Getting had an important responsibility in front of their dad. They usually never let anything except toilet paper raids. We're on it, Travis said. They herded the others out of the throne room, leaving Annabeth and me with Hermes. 
My lord, Annabeth said, Kronos is going to attack New York. You must suspect that. My mother you must have foreseen it, Annabeth said. Your mother, Hermes grumbled. He scratched his back with his caddis, and George and Martha muttered, Ow, 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 don't get me started on your mother, young lady. She's the reason I'm here at all. Zeus didn't want any of us to leave the front line, but your mother kept persisting him nonstop. It's a trap, it's a division, blah, blah, blah. She wanted to come back herself, but Zeus was not going to let his number one strategist leave his side while they, we were battling Typhon. So, and so naturally, he sent me to talk to you. But it is a trap. And Beth insisted, is Zeus blind? Thunder rolled through the sky. I'd watch the comments, girl, Hermes w warned. Zeus is not blind or deaf. He's not left completely undefended. He's not left it completely undefended here at Olympus. But there, but there are these blue lights. Yes, yes, I saw them. Some mischief by that insufferable, insufferable goddess of magic. Heck it, he gave. But I'd wager... But you may have noticed they aren't doing any damage. Olympus has strong magical wards. Besides, Aeolus, the king of the winds, has sent most of his powerful minions to guard this citadel. No one can save the can save the gods. No one can save the god. No one save the gods can approach Olympus from the air. That they would be knocked out of the sky. I raised my hand. Um, what about that materializing, teleporting thing you guys do? It's a form of air travel too, Jackson. Very fast, but the wind gods are strong, are faster. No, if Kronos wants Olympus, he'll have to march through the entire city with his army and take the elevators. Can you see him doing this? Hermes made it seem pretty ridic ridiculous. Hordes of monsters going up in the elevator 20 at a time, listening to staying alive. Still, I didn't like it. Maybe just a few of you could come back, I suggested. Hermes shook his head impatiently. Percy Jackson, you don't understand. Typhon is our greatest enemy. I thought that was Kronos. God's eyes glowed. No, Percy. In the old days, Olympus was almost overthrown by, Tyson, by Typhon. He is the husband of Enchida. I met her at the Ark, I muttered. Not nice. And father of all monsters. He can never forget how... We can never forget how close he became to destroying us all. How he humiliated us. We were more powerful back in the old days. Now we can expect no help from Poseidon because he's fighting his own war. Hades sits in his realm and does nothing, and Demeter and Persephone have followed his lead. I will. It will take all our remaining power to oppose the storm giant. We can't divide our forces, nor wait until he gets to New York. We have to battle him now, and we're making progress. Progress? He, ne he nearly destroyed St. Louis. Yes, Hermes admitted, but he destroyed only half of Kentucky. He's slowing down, losing power. I didn't want to argue, but it sounded like Hermes was trying to convince himself. In the corner, the Ophiatoris mooed sadly. Please, Hermes, Annabeth said. You, sa you said my mother wanted to come. Did she give you any messages for us? Messages, he muttered. It will be a great job, they told me. Not much work. Lots of worshippers. <laughs> Nobody cares what I have to say. It's always about other people's messages. Rodents, George mused. Yeah, I'm in it for the rodents. Shh, Martha scolded. We care about what Hermes has to say, don't we, George? Oh, absolutely. Can we go back to the battle now? I want to do laser's eyes, laser eye mode again. That was fun. Quiet, both of you, Hermes grumbled. The god looked at Annabeth, who was doing her big pleading gray eyes thing. Bah, 
Hermes said. Your mother said to warn you that you are on your own. You must hold Manhattan without the help of the gods. As if I didn't know that. Why they pay her to be the goddess of wisdom, I'm not sure. Anything else? Oh, anything else? Annabeth asked. You said we should try plan... She said you should try plan 23. She said you know what that meant. Annabeth's face paled. Obviously, she knew what it meant, and she didn't like it. Go on. Last thing, Hermes looked at me. She said to tell Percy, remember the rivers, and um, something away, something about staying away from her daughter. I'm not sure whose face was redder, Annabeth's or mine. Thank you, Hermes, Annabeth said, and I, um, I wanted to say, I'm sorry about Luke. The god's expression hardened like he'd turned to marble. Should have left that subject alone. Annabeth stepped back nervously. Sorry? Sorry doesn't cut it. George and Martha curled around the caddies, which shimmered and changed into something that looked suspiciously like a high-voltage cattle prod. You'd have saved him when you had the chance, Hermes growled at Annabeth. You're the only one who could have. I tried to step between them. What are you guys talking about, Annabeth? Annabeth didn't do any... Don't defend her, Jackson! Hermes turned the cattle prod towards me. She knows exactly what I'm talking about. Maybe you should blame yourself. I should have kept my mouth shut, but all I could think was turning his attention away from Annabeth. This whole time, he hadn't been angry with me. He'd been angry with her. Maybe if you hadn't abandoned Luke and his mom... Hermes raised his cattle prod. He began to grow until he was three meters tall. I thought, well, that's it, but he appeared... But as he appeared to strike, George and Martha leaned in and closed and whispered in his ear. Hermes clenched his teeth. He lowered the cattle prod, and it turned back to a staff. Percy Jackson, he said, because you have taken on the curse of Achilles, I must spare you. You are in the hands of the fates now, but you will never speak of me like that again. You have no idea how much I've sacrificed, how much... His voice broke, and he shrank back to human size. My son, my greatest pride, my poor May. He sounded so devastated, I didn't know what to say. One minute he was ready to vaporize us. Now he looked like he needed a hug. Look, Lord Hermes, I said. I'm sorry, but I need to know. What happened to May? She said something about Luke's fate in her eyes. Hermes glared at me, and my voice faltered. The look on his face wasn't really angry, though. It was pain. Deep, incredible pain. I will leave you now, he said tightly. I have a war to fight. He began to shine. I turned away and made sure Annabeth did the same because she was still frozen in shock. Good luck, Percy, Martha the Snake whispered. Hermes glowed in the light of a supernova. Then he was gone. Annabeth sat on the foot of her mother's throne and cried. I wanted to comfort her, but I wasn't sure how. Annabeth, I said, it's not your fault. I've never seen Hermes act that way, I guess. I don't know. He probably feels guilty about Luke. He's looking for somebody to blame. I don't know why he lashed out at you. You didn't deserve that. Annabeth wiped her eyes. She stared at the hearth like it was her own funeral pyre. I shifted uneasily. Um, you didn't, right? She didn't answer. Her celestial bronze knife was strapped to her arm, the same knife I'd seen in Hestia's vision. All these years, I hadn't realized it was a gift from Luke. I'd asked her many times why she preferred to fight with a knife instead of a sword. She'd never answered me. Now I knew. Percy, she said. What do you mean about Luke's mother? Did you meet her? I nodded reluctantly. Nico and I visited her. She was a little... 
dis- different. I described May Castellan and the weird moment when her eyes had started to glow and talk, talk about her son's fate. Annabeth frowned. That doesn't make sense. But why were you visiting? Her eyes widened. Hermes said you bear the curse of Achilles. Hestia said the same thing. Did did you bathe in the river Styx? Don't change the subject. Percy, did you or did you not? Um, maybe a little. I told her the story about Hades and Nico and how defeated an army of the dead. I left out the vision of her pulling me out of the river. I still didn't quite understand that part, and just thinking about it made me embarrassed. She looked her, she shook her head in disbelief. Do you have any idea how dangerous that was? I had no choice, I said. It's the only way I could stand up to Luke. You mean, the Mortales, of course. That's why Luke didn't die. He went to the sticks and... Oh no, Luke, what were you thinking? So we were worried about Luke again, I grumbled. She stared at me like I dropped from space. What? Forget it, I muttered. I wondered what Hermes had meant about Annabeth not saving Luke when she'd had the chance. Clearly, she wasn't telling me something. But at the at that moment, I wasn't in the mood to ask. The last thing I wanted to hear about was more of her history with Luke. The point is, he didn't die in the River Styx, I said. Neither did I. Now, I have to face him. We have to defend Olympus. Annabeth was still studying my face, like she was trying to see differences since my, since my swim in the sticks. I guess you're right. My mom mentioned Plan 23. She rummaged in her pack and pulled out Daedalus's laptop. The blue delta symbol glowed on the top when she booted it up. She uh, opened a new file and started to read. Here it is, she said. A few files. Sorry, not a new file. We have a lot of work to do. One of Daedalus's inventions? A lot of inventions. Dangerous ones. If my mother wants me to use this plan, she must thinking, be thinking things are very bad. She looked at me. What about her message to you? Remember the rivers? What does that mean? I shook my head. As usual, I had no idea what the gods were telling me. Which rivers was I supposed to remember? The Styx? The Mississippi? Just then, the Stoll brothers ran into the throne room. You need to see this, Connor said. Now. The blue lights in the sky had stopped, so at first I didn't understand what the problem was. The other campers had gathered in a small park at the edge of a mountain. They were cluttered at the guardrail, looking down at Manhattan. The railing was lined with those tourist binoculars um, where you could deposit one golden drachma to see and see the city. Campers were using every single one. I looked down at the city. I could see almost everything from here. The East River and the Hudson River carrying the shape of Manhattan, carving the shape of Manhattan, the grid of streets, the light of skyscrapers, the dark stretch of Central Park in the north. Everything looked normal, but something was wrong. I felt it in my bones before I realized what it was. I don't hear anything, Annabeth said. That was the problem. Even from this height, I should have heard the noise of the city. Millions of people bustling around, thousands of cars and machines, the hum of huge metropolis. A huge metropolis. You don't uh, think about it when you live in New York, but it's always there. Even in the dead of the night, New York is never silent. But it was now. I felt like my best friend had suddenly dropped dead. What did they do? My voice sounded tight and angry. What did they do to my city? I pushed Michael Yu away from the binoculars and took a look. 
In the streets below, traffic had stopped. Pedestrians were lying on the sidewalks or curled up in doorways. There was no sign of violence, no wrecks, nothing like that. It was as if all the people in New York had simply decided to stop whatever they were doing and pass out. Are they dead? Selena asked in, a, Selena asked in astonishment. Ice coated my stomach. A line from the prophecy rang. And the world... And see the world in endless sleep. I remembered Grover's story about meeting Mor the god Morpheus in Central Park. You're lucky I'm saving my energy for the Maimon event. Not dead, I said. Morpheus has put the entire island of Manhattan to sleep. The invasion has started. Dun, 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 dun. No, that's probably not the right sound effect at all. Uh, yeah, that just made me look like an idiot. Uh, <laughs> that was the end of chapter 9. Um, thank you guys for listening to me read this chapter. Hope you had a good time. Um, um, also, please, comment down below. No, I don't think you can comment down below. Go to Podbean, download the app Podbean, or go to podbean.com and, um, find my podcast, and then please do comment. What do you guys think of this new intro song? Because I, I kind of like it, to be honest. I really like it. Um, yeah. But we'll see. What do you guys think of it? Is it good or bad? Um, yeah. Well, also, yes, that's what I was going to say. Uh, last time I was going to go somewhere for the weekend, so I dropped the episode really early on Friday evening, my time. And then, uh, today... I dropped it on Sunday afternoon, which is not so good. Or that's very far apart. I usually like to drop them on just Saturdays. It's my preferred time, but it's not too easy to always do it on a Saturday because I, believe it or not, touch grass and do stuff. Um, I do not play League of Legends all day, actually. Oh my god, guys. Big surprise. I wonder... Yeah, I always say this, but I really wonder how many people are actually listening now that have been listening to this, yeah, to this podcast, or this whole episode. Um, there are probably like four percent of you guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you. A big random applause for you guys. That probably destroyed all the headphone users. So now there's negative fourteen percent. Thank you, guys. Bye, Isaac. Out.